Hey! Hey! If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> It's, it's coffee, coffee break. break. Oh, cool. <laughs> Nailed we're, it. We're on the same level. Don't worry. Another flawless opening from we're, the we're coffee break right crew. There. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Oh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's been an exciting little week. Lots of fun stuff has happened. I'm now. Lo I'm really looking forward to next week now because of how many cool stuff came out this last week. I don't give a fuck about February. <laughs> You keep forget. You keep talking about our our March plans, and you keep being like, oh, "Yeah, and it's gonna be like two weeks from now." And I'm like, "There's an entire month. It's not March is not two weeks." Hey, from now. I, I, I don't care about February. It's 28 days. It's not a real month. Get it out of here. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up the first thing: obsession. 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 What's that? So there was a conversation that I brought to you, and it was about how. Men can be excited about football, yet teenage girls get reprimanded for loving their boy bands. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a discussion and, we had yesterday. Yeah. And do you wanna <laughs> you wanna elaborate? Because I when you started telling me, I was like, I get it. It's I think the real root, and I've heard this somewhere else. I think on someone else's podcast, maybe I don't remember who, but I think the root of the concept is that teenage girls always get picked on for concepts that no one else gets picked on because teenage girls will always get made fun of for whatever it is they're interested in and it's specifically how they they act um because like the, if they if teenage girls are interested in like traditionally girly things like makeup or fashion it's like well those are frivolous and stupid but um specifically with this example uh when a teenage girl sees like a boy band they like and they get all emotional and they scream and they're excited, they get made fun of for it. But when grown-ass men see a football game that they really like and they scream and they get all emotional, no one bats an eye. <laughs> and I thought about this after you went to bed last night. Mm -hmm. And I thought about your opinions and I was like, you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Now go back to the kitchen and make me a sandwich. <laughs> no, we don't do it like that. <laughs> but when I make sandwiches... You make killer sandwiches. I am a sandwich artist. I am a sandwich fool. I am an idiot at sandwiches. And I have obsessions, and I've brought up football a few times in this podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're now in the throes of the playoffs. But the thing is, I don't think that's fair. Uh, fair to who? To to teenage girls. It's not. It's really not. It, it's. I'm glad it's a. It seems to be a point of discussion more, with just people in general. Yeah. To be and like, hey, why do we always gotta pick on teenage girls for everything? <laughs> and honestly, I obsess over things. I think it's natural for everyone to like. We were. It was last week, I think, where we were talking about the people crying seeing the Harry Potter actors. During the 20th anniversary review thing, whatever. God damn it, Kroger. Make a goddamn good coffee. They never will. <laughs> but I think it's a, I think it's natural for It's everyone. the 23rd? It is? Yes! <laughs> 23 is my number, boy. The milk expires today. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Guess what I put in my coffee. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We're clammy. We're a mess. Not much is happening because March is where it's at. <laughs> no, I think it's natural for people to just be obsessive to a degree about whatever it is they enjoy. It's just not everyone feels comfortable with expressing their obsessiveness of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, see, people who, like, quietly obsess over something. So, something, when we woke up this morning and I was talking about it, and you are like, God, you overplayed that song. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, w I actually wanted to clarify this. Go. What's the song? <laughs> Call Me Little Sunshine by Ghost. It's their new single for their new album, Impura. It just came out like two days ago or something. Two, three days ago. 
<laughs> you, you can tell because you, you've listened to it multiple times every day since it came out. <laughs> you will never walk alone. <laughs> Little sunshine. It's a good song. Um, This morning, I brought up the fact that you will play songs over and over again. And honestly, it's not Little Sunshine that's bothering me because I like that song. The song that you're playing over and over again that bothers me is fucking... My Chemical Romance. Oh, no, 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 no. That's the best song. It's a terrible oh, song. Oh, no. <laughs> Where's your heart? Where's your... And I know! <laughs> he has so many better songs than that. No, that... that is one of the worst <coughs> ones on the whole Black Parade album. And <laughs> you keep playing it. And I just sit there and stare at his like outfit, wishing we were listening to Black Parade instead. <laughs> if we ever live stream this, I'm going to get the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we're doing this. I'll look like a regular And I'll person. dye my hair gray. Oh. <laughs> or silver. But why? <laughs> you gonna commit that hard? <laughs> so I grew up... Uh, when I went to high school, I started in uh, 2006. And 2006 is when my cam dropped uh, Black Parade. Mm -hmm. Right? And the album is fine. Ah! I think it's my favorite of Mike Hems albums. A lot of people love it. Mm-hmm. But also, AFI dropped uh, December Underground and... It's been a good year for music. <laughs> and Rise Against dropped uh, The Sufferer and The Witness. What? Yeah, it, it was a crazy year for music. And I just happened to be in the throes of it. And those have always stuck with me. Yeah, no, 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 just <laughs> I'm I'm mad that you don't like that song. I'm sorry. Listen, listen. Sometimes, like, well, well, because I like "Wonderful, Wonderful," but you don't like that song. It's fucking depressing. It's no, it's cool though. With the like the haunting, I kind of like. Weird She's talking like, about the killers. The song "Wonderful, Wonderful" on the album "Wonderful, Wonderful." It's, it has a music video. It, it's <laughs> called the title track. It's uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. It is weirdly haunting and depressing but i really like it so the lesson takeaway right from here is it's okay to obsess but when people are judging against you or people are also obsessing and you're not just feeling the vibes just understand that it's okay yeah 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 yeah. like i'll i might sit there and roll my eyes if you play <laughs> you're gonna bring up my cam again <laughs> but then i'll just turn around and play baby you're a haunted house instead <laughs> He wrote that way later. I know. We haven't listened to that one in a long time. It's a good song. We, that was one we overplayed, like, on our own. Like, when we, we got we heard it, we got obsessive. We played it, like, five times a day for, like, a month. And then eventually we got to the point where I don't want to listen to this again. And I so, think I've gone back around. <laughs> so when I was a teenager, it was after the Black Parade. I woke up one uh, New Year's Day, right? All right. And... What I woke up to was the Black Parade playing downstairs on the <laughs> surround sound. And so I was like, wait, who stole my album? And I went down and my dad was making us breakfast and just jamming out to it. And he was like, I like it. And nice. I was like, huh. I do remember one time. And then he said it sounds like Queen. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> They definitely don't sound like Queen. Um, <laughs> they, they have Queen moments. I guess you can see Queen is a big inspiration for lots of people. So I think it's inevitable. I do remember one time in like high school, uh, my parents only ever really listened to like 80s hair metal or classic country. And so one day we it's, get... It's country? Country. <laughs> country. <laughs> one day um, we get in the car, we're going somewhere, I don't remember, I think it was some like birthday or something. Uh, by the way, this is explicit, so... <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, when, after you swore within the first minute, if it wasn't a dead giveaway. <laughs> it, it's hard not for me to swear. I think uh, it's natural to swear. <laughs> like, I'm not offended when I see kids swearing. No. Like, it makes, like, it doesn't... No, it's... It, Go ahead. Go with your story. We're so going to we, get way offhand. So we all get in the car, and my, my dad's driving, and my mom's in the passenger seat, <coughs> and me and my sister are in the back seat, and we were in, I was in high school. And, like, it was, like, modern pop. 
was on the radio at one point. It was like Katy Perry started playing. And my dad goes, yeah, I know all the lyrics to this song now. And we're all like, why? And he's like, you girls listen to this stuff. And I'm like, I guess so, but not like around you. That means you went out on your own and listened to this because you knew we listened to it. So and, you could relate to us. And to bring it back to the last <laughs> podcast that we did, <laughs> the last episode, Encanto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's in there. We were si- so okay. So we, me sitting there, and you're playing Ghost, your like satanic rock new song that just came out. Metal. I walked away to go pee. I came back, and Encanto's Surface Pressure is now playing. <laughs> I got feelings, and I need to get them out. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, I want to talk about something really dark and deeper mm. if you're not watching peacemaker mm-hmm. fuck yourself fucking watch that shit it's oh my god so good it's so good this how many is... times have we seen the opening so we keep that's another thing we'll just keep watching the opening or just listen to wigwams do you really want to taste it fucking so oh god why did you say that i just i just love peacemaker i expected to like peacemaker i did not (laughs) think it was gonna be this amazing i love it it's immediately surpassed doom patrol as my last favorite dc i okay show we've talked about doom patrol but i love doom patrol too (laughs) but as wacky as that is Peacemaker fucking one-ups it. Peacemaker, it hits. If it quacks like a duck. <laughs> how does it work? How does the beak work with the mask? It wouldn't. That makes no sense. <laughs> it's the dumbest idea you've had. I'm personally offended. It's so funny. It is, not only is it hilarious, like it's absolutely hilarious, but also, like it has emotional gut punches too. Like the end of episode four, I was tearing up. And John Cena is a fucking phenomenal actor. He's just crushing it, just destroying it. And Vigilante is a phenomenal actor. I didn't know he was British. (laughs) (laughs) I knew he was in Harry Potter. But I, because his American accent was so good. I was like, ah, his British accent must have been the fake one. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Sorry for the crunkling noise. I'm eating a pickle. Mm Mm-hmm. Because... That's actually what I do. I eat pickles. Listen, I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was, the more someone eats pickles, the more interesting they are in conversation. (laughs) And I thought that one time I took a picture of you where you look like a regular American man holding your beer after a hard day's work. But if you zoom in, it's just a jar of pickles that you're drinking. (laughs) I was just smiling. And I spilled some on me. Yeah. (laughs) No, watch Peacemaker. It's super good. I am in love with it. (laughs) I remember waking up on Friday and talking to you about Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. Because what Vigilante did made me so proud and happy. It's such... It's so... I didn't think Vigilante was going to be this enjoyable. I I can't... I kind of expected him to be kind of annoying. Maybe a little funny. No, he's... Fantastic. Vigilante is my new favorite character. Yeah, he might be... He might be up there with uh, Batman and Dick. Mm-hmm. But... He's a badass. He's cool. That, that What he did was so amazing. You guys need to go check it out. Yeah. If you're already checking it out, tell me. Because I'm, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Back to Obsession. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was a new sitcom, and I, I brought it up last episode. Another one that I expected to be okay, but not great, and I've been completely wrong. It is fantastic. It, it's really good. It's really good. How I Met Your Father. It, I. Uh, it's weird to see Hilary Duff. It's weird because she doesn't look like Hilary Duff. When I think of Hilary Duff, I think of Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't look like that anymore. She grew up. She's not a... Uh, she's, surprise, she's not a 16-year-old girl anymore. <laughs> I've been bringing... I think she was 14 when she did that. Damn. Uh, I've been bringing up uh, Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly? <laughs> a Disney original movie? I know that one. Yeah. In the recesses she, of my mind. <laughs> where she goes to military school? Wow. <coughs> wow. <laughs> I had completely scrubbed that one out. <laughs> but it's not just Hilary Duff. Uh, the, the cast themselves, mm-hmm. they're all... 
unique. They're all, and that's something I really, because I expected it to be, oh, well, this character is the equivalent of the Lily of this group, and this character is the equivalent of the Barney of this group. No, it, it, it's not like that. It's when, way better. <laughs> when I was talking about it earlier this week, and you guys might be wondering, do I need to watch How I Met Your Mother? No, you don't. There's one reference. Yeah. And the only reference, and I'll tell you right now, is the apartment that the the guys live in. Mm-hmm. It's the same as the apartment they had back in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, and that's it. It's just re revamped. But you don't you don't need to watch it. It's just its own show. Yeah. And it's really fun. It's, and it's really funny. Fun. It's it is surprisingly For the actually love of God. Super fun. <laughs> the love of God, just get in here. It's so it's fucking it's so good. It has actually This is gonna be the worst place ever. For the I last love this place. For the last like maybe seven years, I have hated sitcoms. I thought they were stupid and schlocky and I thought they were gonna die off. And this has like reignited me and be like, yeah, sitcoms aren't terrible. The laugh track is a little weird, mm -hmm. but that's always been weird to me. Like, yeah. even, you know what was the weirdest show that had a laugh track? Scooby-Doo. Do you remember? Original <laughs> Scooby-Doo used to have a laugh track. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I was just like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> You're distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now you're fucking with me. You're making me pull things out of my brain. <laughs> like, I guess it's like, hey, so, you know, now's the time to laugh at our cartoon. It's like, it's a cartoon. I, I figured. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Scooby-Doo was always funny. <laughs> Look, the story's not about Velma, Daphne, or uh, Fred. It's about two stoners. <laughs> The dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who talks, by the way. That's fucking insane. And Shaggy. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? I, who I, can barely grow facial hair. I really want to watch. It came out recently. It's the Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog crossover movie. What the? F yeah. What? Yeah. Did this really happen? This really 100% happened. I... I don't, I've seen one clip where they're standing, the gang is standing next to Eustace and <laughs> Shaggy's like, hey, hey man, your truck seems like we could pull it out of there. They're looking down a ditch and Eustace's truck is upside down on like a rock and then it just explodes and Shaggy just like grimaces and walks away. <laughs> I'm surprised Fred didn't just punch him. <laughs> Okay, courage. We're getting way off track, but you know what? This is coffee break, and this is the point of the podcast. That's what is we do. Yeah. We're gonna tell you news, and yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Anyways, courage traumatized me. Courage was a lot as a kid. And when I talk to other courage fans, and if you are, talk about it because there's so many episodes that are so. Fucked up. They're so creepy. How is that a kid's show? I right, man. The one King <coughs> Ramses, which everyone remembers as being the scariest one, was King Ramses because it was like it had this haunting music and they had weird like three D CG for King Ramses, and we watched it again. At, like it traumatized me and my sister, and then we watched it again as like teenagers, and we're like, oh, this isn't scary. <laughs> How did we think this was scary? <laughs> so there's two episodes. Oh, Bubs is back. Hey, buddy. You playing with your talk? <laughs> like always, there's a third member. <laughs> Little berry boy. Um, the, the barber? Yeah, Fred. Oh, my God. Mariel's his nephew. <laughs> Fred. Every, every time he looks at Courage, it, you get the, the pause and have this effect and the music starts playing. It's like, shiver. You would think that you ran into, like, what, Ted Bundy? Yeah. <laughs> he got big Ted Bundy vibes. <laughs> it was just creepy. And the other one, have you noticed we never eat eggplant? Oh, Ah, <laughs> ah, man! When you when people talk about courage, it just sounds like they had fever dreams. It's like, do you remember the episode where they became like banana people? And it's like, well, yeah, I do, but what? <laughs> What's that? I, I love courage, but oh my god, that is traumatizing to have as but a kid. But sometimes, like those episodes, like would like. They were like next level. Like there was one where Courage was getting depressed because he thought he was worthless, 
And then there was a fish in the shower for some reason. <laughs> and Courage was sitting there staring at himself in the mirror and he's just crying because he hates himself and the fish just pops out of the shower, which has not talked at this point in time, like throughout the entire episode. And the fish just pops out and goes, love who you are because you're beautiful. And Courage is like, I am. And I'm just sitting there like sobbing my eyes out. <laughs> it's like, you are worth it, Courage. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, sorry for coughing. Oh yeah, um, we're still getting the last of the sicky crappies out of us. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> it's mostly just draining nasal passages now. <laughs> so, uh, the next topic is Boba Fett. Oh yeah. It, um, eh, eh. I'm glad you like it. I'm really glad you like it. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> Back to the topic of obsession. <laughs> it's and, Well, I dragged this out yesterday, and I, I don't think I made a good argument, but I really dragged it out. I understood your argument. And the thing That's is... That's half of a relationship, is when you end up putting your foot in your mouth when your partner knows what you're trying to say. <laughs> the thing is, Star Wars fans... Bitch. Way too much. Oh my god. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and enjoy it, wah, man. Wah. The bikes are too colorful. Oh, okay. Well, okay, that's jarring. It's, it's um, really jarring because Tatooine is fucking bland. But Robert Rodriguez is known for... He made fucking spy kids. That's like the most colorful shit in the world. <laughs> he always has big saturated colors, you know? I, I, once I remembered he was the director, I was like, you know what, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he's not the director of every episode, but it's um he's the, a showrunner. It's the lack of aliens that got me. I really didn't give a shit about Lack the, of, what the? F there's no, with the biker gang, specifically. <laughs> like, where are they? It's just human-looking people with droid attachments, a yawn. Oh. Give me, like, a Gungan. Give me a fucking, what's the... Like, oh, give me a Wookiee? Like Are you going to say give me a Wookiee? What's the butt face one that always plays the jazz? <laughs> Whatever that alien is. Let's go with a frog lady. Remember frog lady from Mandalorian? Do something wacky, you know? <laughs> a frog person could ride a bike. Just saying. <laughs> so, Star Wars. <laughs> Guys, calm down. Just, just, just calm down. It's... It's a sci-fi. It's a fantasy. Have fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, when I was reading that article yesterday that they wanted an origin story of Boba Fett and not this story. It's like... Hold on. Origin story. <laughs> have you seen? Have you fucking seen Attack of the Clones? Because it's right fucking there in front of you. There's an origin story. It's like, like what, what do you expect would happen with an origin story? Like, seriously. That's something I think with the the Star Wars fandom, worse than literally any other fandom, is they will headcanon answers for themselves and then become furious when they get like a like an official answer and it's not exactly the same as their headcanon. That's the thing. Like and, <laughs> and I'm not picking on you guys, because I also have some Oh my god, Luke showing up at the end of Mandalorian. Fuck you. <laughs> I do not like Luke. Um, I'm a Sith Lord and through and through. Now, I love the Empire. Love Mark Hamill. Love Mark Hamill. Oh no, he's <laughs> he's the best Joker. Luke is boring. Luke is a boring. He's just little a boy. little bitch. I don't want to go on a space adventure. And that's why I think Episode Eight was so good because he is just a whiny little bitch still. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And it's like this is the most true one. Now I think the worst Star Wars is Episode Nine. But episode four, the original Star Wars, mm -hmm. it's so bad. It's boring. I can't believe they made a sequel. Oh my god. Like, I get it. The hero's journey. There's a lot that happens before they actually leave on their adventure. Does it have to be like an hour and a half of the whole fucking movie before when, he actually does anything? Jeez. When you understand the hero's <laughs> journey and film theory and you watch it, it's trash. Uh, I hate the hero's journey as a story concept. Yeah. I think it is awful. And you can equate it to, like, literally any story if you really wanted to. Yeah, but Disney can but I knock them out all the time. I hate the hero's journey. When people try to do the hero's journey, it is the most boring, predictable story every single fucking time. And you can always tell it's, oh, it's because they're doing the hero's journey. Well, okay, so it was made... The theory of the hero's journey was made by Carl Jung, right? 
And Carl Jung was looking at mythology, and he was able to figure out the formula. Yeah. And once he figured out the formula, and then you find it out, if you already know it, you already know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go check this out. Yeah, there's like a little graph you can find very easily. And it, it will drive you insane because you'll just keep watching or reading or listening to these stories and you just go, oh, let me guess. This it, is the darkness of the heart. It's like, fuck it. And there's like, you know, some story concepts you should, you know, carry through with certain stories. You know, but like, it's one, like, you can tell it's like paint by numbers. They're like, and this is this part of the hero's journey. And this is this part of the hero's journey. It, Remember in like high school where in, like your English teacher would be like, now you got to make your, your story outline. And it was like a flat line and then like a little stair step and then a, a diagonal angle up to be the peak of the mountain and then stair steps back down. And it was like, there's your introduction your establishment rising action rising action climax resolution they had us do that every that we i made fucking hundreds of that graph for every single short story we made and it made every single fucking short story exactly the same and predictable as balls <laughs> yeah we did that too i hated it it's so dumb <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it got really intense I just, I, I just unlocked memories of hatred <laughs> and that's what this podcast is yes and that's why we're here and that's why we do this <laughs> we go through the memory trenches for you <laughs> so while watching football back to obsession <laughs> this this podcast can be just called obsession yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i saw a trailer for the new Scream, which came out this week. Oh, yeah, huh? And they're like, number one movie in America. <laughs> Compared to what? <laughs> what else is happening? And that was my argument, and you know what I said. I said, who the fuck are you fighting against? There's nothing. There's so much nothing happening. There's nothing. Yeah, they lucked out that they got it at right the time where finally people are falling off of talking about No Way Home. And What's that? <laughs> Some spider guy. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, okay, what a weird so time for did, did a we horror watch, movie. No. Um, you know who proved that January is a great time for horror? Resident Evil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. How do you know me so well? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I only love you. <laughs> It's amazing. Capcom loves to drop games in January. It it's it's strange that they're not doing it this year, but also we went through that pandemic. Also, aren't they working on DLC for Village right now? Yeah. So they're probably gonna find a time to like announce. Slash it's funny. I totally that. forgot about that and just only looked at the future. That and is. Went, I want the <laughs> remake of Four. I'm gonna tattoo it on my chest. Village DLC is all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> I um, would love to go back to Romania. <laughs> I, I just love how graphic that game is. It's so good. Oh, I love the House Lords. I love everything about it. Fun gameplay. I could just gush about that game all day. But I would have nothing like intelligent to say. I, just go, I like Heisenberg, and I like Lady Demetres, and I like Angie. <laughs> is it weird that I'm sexually attracted to Demetres' daughters? No. Okay. Vampires are like... Don't worry, I don't jerk off to that. It's just fucking creepy. Vampires are meant to be like Venus flytraps for humans. Dude, vampires are awesome. If but, done right... Like, your skin is like diamonds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> so, I remember I had to house sit... Because my parents had all these dogs and cats, and I pretty much just lived in a in a mansion <laughs> it's for a, a week. Big empty house <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I pretty much just got fucking drunk and high at the same time, and just sat down and went, "I'm gonna watch all of Twilight," and I went through all of it, How? all four of the. 
Because I was drunk and high. I was in, like, high school, and I watched... I I don't recommend that, by the way. That that probably will kill me in the end. I only watched the first one, and even as, like, a teenage girl, like, the target demographic, I was bored out of my skull. So, so, (laughs) uh, the last movie... It's part two, yeah. Breaking Dawn, right? I don't know. So they, they go into this warfare. Yeah. And it begins, and they just fucking sever one of their heads, and it's just rolling there, and there's blood everywhere. And I was like, finally, awesomeness. Mm, and then nope. it all turns out to be a fucking fever dream. And it was all a dream. And then Jacob imprints in, in his love on their daughter. Yeah. And, yeah, that it's, one was that part was real fucking weird. <laughs> I, I, I just I was like I can't do this, but good vampire movies, and I'm gonna bring up uh, Interview with a Vampire. That's a great I, one. I love it, and there are strong homosexual vibes in there, mm-hmm. and I love that. I it, think that's a really cool thing. It makes so much sense with vampires. Yeah, and Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt doing that. I think Tom really knocked it out of the park. I think both of them. Brad, people don't give Brad Pitt enough praise. The, they're both great actors. You know what was Brad Pitt's best role? Definitely uh, Deadpool 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, so, a, what a fun cameo. <laughs> talking about vampires, bringing up Twilight, the Batman. <laughs> yeah. We got a screen... Time reveal. Yep. Two hours and fifty five minutes. It's another. It's another long. I saw another TikTok yesterday. It's like, what happened to the ninety minute movies? I miss the ninety minute movies. You want a ninety minute movie? Yeah. I'm watching Kanto. I'll watch. Yeah, I'll go watch Pokemon. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is the three hour I, long ones. I'm Ugh. excited because there's a focus on being a detective. Yeah. And I think Matt Reeves, the director. Is correct because we've never seen the detective side, um, despite being called Detective Comics. <laughs> what DC actually stands for, and the world's greatest detective is Sherlock James Holmes. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we just named two British people who are really good. Batman's in the corner going, hey, why not me? As he flips He's his, always in the corner. As he flips, yeah. <laughs> you see that dark shadowy corner? Batman's there, okay? There he is, there's Batman. <laughs> He's the most emo kid you ever met. He's that meme of someone standing in the corner at a party <coughs> thinking they don't know I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's three hours, I don't know. I hope it's good. So, people who have already seen it, the way they've been talking about it is, this is a very scary movie. Despite the fact it's PG-13, apparently it's really intimidating. I mean, the way and, they seem to be going more realistic with it. So, I was going to bring that up. The Riddler, I thought he was more like the BTK killer. He does look a little bit like him. <laughs> but apparently, the actual inspiration was the Zodiac. If you don't know these serial killers... You probably have healthier lives than we do. <laughs> or watch, you know what, go watch Mindhunter if you want to go through a horrifying little adventure of actual serial killers. Uh, Mindhunter is great. <laughs> but uh, it makes sense to base a Batman villain off of an actual serial killer. Especially if we're going with a detective route for it. I think that makes a lot of sense. I've watched the trailers nonstop, I know. and I am back to obsession. <laughs> <laughs> it's that an emotion song, "You Are Obsession." Do you know that song? Nope. It's in the top one hundred one hit wonders. Actually, call me a little sunshine. Anyways, <laughs> Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Oh my God, I I I didn't think. This would happen. I well, I did, but I didn't think that Microsoft yeah. was going to sweep in I, and save the day. Of all of them, I would not have guessed Microsoft. I don't know if this is necessarily saving the day because I am not a fan of Microsoft because they I, they stole my baby away from me. 
Okay. No one's going to fucking care about Banjo. Everyone does. And now that it's on the Switch, it released on the Switch like three days ago or something. Everyone's talking about it and it's oh. trending everywhere. And I just want everyone to know Banjo is good. Back to obsession. <laughs> I uh, love Banjo. It's my favorite game of all time. I hardcore considered getting the online pass just to play Banjo. I don't think it, like it's a lot of money, though. I don't know how worth it it is. I'd rather just be able to buy the game so I can play it whenever I want without having to spend fucking $300 a year <laughs> for Nintendo again. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I love Banjo. I don't know how good... <laughs> You're not done. I'm not done. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know how good Microsoft is going to handle this. So, so uh, Microsoft... Um... Their Xbox division, their gaming division, right, mm -hmm. is led by Phil Spencer, right? And we've seen Phil Spencer. Yeah. He showed up at E3 last year. Um, I'm sure he'll show up again. He's got an idea, and I'm really interested because, well, IGN was pointing out this yesterday, and I thought it was interesting. It's not a console war anymore. It's a content war. That is true. And this is getting really cool because finally we can get away from the brands. Because during the console war, I hate Xbox. I do too. I don't like Xbox. <laughs> but for them to do this and they already have Bethesda, mm -hmm. this is awesome. I think the way to really go about it that would benefit everyone but also still fuel... Prediction. Sony <laughs> buys... Oh my god, what are they called? Uh, GTA, Red Dead Redemption. Rockstar? Rockstar! Sony buys Rockstar. Why? <laughs> to fight Microsoft. I, don't, I, I think the best way to go about the console war concept that would benefit everyone but still fuel like a competitive concept for it is like what they did with the, the latest Spider-Man game where it's available on several consoles but on PlayStation you got more stuff. No, no, no. So, was it not Spider Man that did that? No, 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 no. you're half correct. Okay, <laughs> Spider Man is only on PlayStation. Thought, Sony owns Spider Man. I thought, it, and Disney is pissed about that. I thought it was on everything. And you're talking about the Avengers game, ah, and you can only get <laughs> Spider Man on Sony because Sony owns him. It's close enough. <laughs> And you're fucking it up. Another one of those superhero <laughs> fly around <laughs> games. I didn't play either of them. <laughs> you would like Spider-Man. Eh, probably. You're probably right. Dude. Whipping your webs. Going through fucking Gotham is fun. It's not yeah. Gotham. <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> because I'm more of a Batman fan than Spider-Man. Oh my god. <laughs> Uncharted will fail. Oh my god, I am not looking forward. It, it doesn't looks, look funny. It looks so bad. <coughs> it looks so boring and bad. Okay, so we saw this trailer and there's what, a Scottish guy telling Tom Holland, like, don't touch that. Yeah. And then I brought this up and you're like, you're so stupid. <laughs> and I was like, it's a meta joke. It's not a meta joke. It's a meta joke. It's not a meta because joke. Tom Holland is British and he would know exactly what the guy's saying. We're not supposed to go into a movie knowing that an actor is actually a different country of origin than the one they're putting an accent on for that does not, that's not how meta jokes work <laughs> deadpool that's is how, how meta jokes work <laughs> like and subscribe yes <laughs> <laughs> okay. wow we, we're getting so out of it oh oh uh so not done with microsoft thank you microsoft i i personally want to congratulate you guys for saving Activision Blizzard. Um, I forgot the name of the latest CEO of the company. Which one? Blizzard? Yeah. Well, we could forget about them. They're not worth I, remembering. <laughs> honestly, he's a kitty fucker. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Why? Because. He let all that happen? Yeah, I can tarnish him. <laughs> and you know what's even shittier about that? There was a meeting with all of the company and the meeting was about how microsoft is coming in to save you right 
and don't worry, you keep your job. He comes in late, and he leaves early. What an asshole. What a little bitch. You think what a piece it's not shit. okay to fucking tarnish him? Nah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm glad that Microsoft's doing this. Now, there's another interesting thing where uh, Activision Blizzard has a contract with Sony to release content onto the PlayStation platform. Yeah. And... They agreed to, like, honor that contract. It's weird. Microsoft and Sony are now working together, basically, to keep this going. It's a dream come true. It's We're just... We're meeting the next level of gaming. I hope it works out. I honestly do. I can't help but be a little, like, nervous, pessimistic, because these things haven't always worked out, <coughs> Banjo, but... You know, I hope it does. Oh my god. I'd rather see everyone play together and make something cool than be competitive and let my favorite the, video game the franchise cat die. Is dead. It's Stop not Stop beating it. That's not the saying. <laughs> it's a horse. <laughs> nope, it's a cat. <laughs> um <laughs> Knives 2 will come out later this year. What's Knives 2? Remember Knives with uh James Bond? Uh Daniel Craig? He played the southerner, and oh. he was trying to solve the whole thing. And Do you mean Knives Out? <laughs> I misspelled that. <laughs> that makes that makes more sense. <laughs> I was like, um, you mean James Bond? <laughs> I think it's interesting Netflix is trying to come back. Um, recently, they're, they're really letting me down. Netflix? Yeah. And they're, uh, they're like raising the amount. It's going to be like $20 a month for Netflix now. That's some bullshit numbers right there. <laughs> so many other streaming services are so much cheaper with better content, honestly. They, they really think because they're the first ones to do it that they're the top notch. And I can't wait for them to get fucking put back on the pedestal the and shown that HBO Max, which has Peacemaker, is better. The only things we watch on Netflix ever... Pokemon. It's like, it's Pokemon, uh, Great British Bake Off, and like a few comedy specials. But even now, comedy specials aren't exclusive to just Netflix anymore. I saw something yesterday where they're filming Squid Games 2. Oh, are they? And, is that a bub hair? Yeah. <laughs> and it's all over me. It's always dog hair. <laughs> um... And they said, welcome to the Squid Games universe. Oh, and I, I was like, oh my god. I'm so tired of like shared universes. Just let a story be a story. God, for fuck's sake. Jesus. <laughs> Marvel did it and now everyone is trying to replicate it. And it, I think it ruins storytelling. It, it makes it unnecessarily... Because we end up with this thing where they spend like half the fucking story trying to establish the next 13 stories. They're going to branch off of this one. And so it's all just stupid establishment and not an actual narrative. And I, I think it's stupid. Look, if you loved Squid Games, good for you. But I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Um, an actor, Louis Anderson, he was a comedian as well. He oh, died. He was the one you were telling me about? Yeah. Meatloaf died as well. What? You don't remember? You told me. Meatloaf passed away a few days ago. Oh, yeah. I hate 2022 already. This is the worst year. Stop taking them from us. Fuck off, 2022. <laughs> it might be time to just clean the slate, you know? Just kind of. With what? <laughs> All these boomers. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no boomer listening to this podcast. I don't think if we got rid of all of the boomers, it would stop other people from dying. <laughs> no, it wouldn't, but we'd be happier dying. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that he he passed away, but... Um, it sucks. It's, it's only... We haven't even finished January, and we've lost so many cool people, and it's 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 shitty. Uh, okay. Pokemon news. It's Pokemon news. Legend of Arceus. Yeah. So, uh, a bit of a warning, spoiler warning, I guess. So if you don't want Legends Arceus spoilers, uh, bounce. Don't turn this off. <laughs> but uh, there's been leaks about 
what the Hisuian forums will look like. And uh, so we're going to discuss it. Like in a, like a bunch of Hisuian forums for a lot of different Pokemon. So if you don't want to hear this, then oh, b- thanks man. for listening. We're already at 44 <laughs> minutes and we're going to get into Pokemon? Yep. <laughs> they shot themselves in the foot. What makes you say that? Back in Gen 6. Oh, this whole argument of yours again? Oh my god. <laughs> I, I can't stand it. It was fine all the way up to Gen 6. Gen 6, Megas. You've heard me rant about them. I'm not going to do it again, okay? But let's just be honest. Megas are the best. Anyways, <laughs> they do a remake of Ruby and Sapphire, mm-hmm. Alpha and Omega. They bring in Megas again. Yeah, it's right? the same. So it retcons the originals. Then Gen 7, they go, eh, we don't want that. <laughs> we'll do Z moves. Something way dumber and stupid. It is real dumb. It's... <laughs> What are you, a fucking Power Ranger? That was the entire point, to sell toys. They literally made that so you could sell a little toy with a bracelet. You can get your little fucking Z-move crystals you can jam into your bracelet. And you can do, like, power poses and stuff. That's why you have to do poses in-game to make them work. That's so That is literally the only reason that exists. My favorite Pokemon, (laughs) and you guys might know this, is Rayquaza. And he does Dragon Ascension, and he Megaforms himself because he swallowed his own Megastone. That's awesome. Little OP. Just a little OP. Oh, 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 oh my bad. The Outer Space Dragon is my favorite, and I'm OP. Trust me, my team is made of monsters. Do you know what OP stands for? Overpowered. Yes. It's a little overpowered. Because then it could still hold an item, too. And uh, I think that's cheating. Cheater, cheater, dragon eater. <laughs> I'm flipping her off you right now. so offended. <laughs> I am offended. So they bring up Z-moves. Stupid. Then they drop that, make Gen 8, with Gigantamax and Dynamax. Which was also stupid. I did not like Another it. fucking gimmick. Another dumb... And just and like the worst parts of Z-moves and Mega Evolutions. Charizard honestly. looks like a fat... Fuck. And I think it's stupid that it's like, oh, you can only do it in specific moments. So every single gym battle works out exactly the same every single time. I think it's, it's And only gone. certain ones get Gigantamaxed. Yeah, otherwise, they just become giant forms of themselves. Yeah. And w- what? What? Oh, their stats go up by 100. So did Megas. <laughs> You're doing the same thing, just stupider. Yep. yep. Megas changed. They look cooler. Anyways, <laughs> so after we do this, we get the Gen 4 remake. Gen 4 goes, we hate all of that, and we're going to keep this the original. I kind of like it this way. This was the OG. Yeah, keeping it pure. Do you know what that stands for? Original gangster. Yeah. I got to say it as white as possible. <laughs> gangster. Hard R on gangster. <laughs> <laughs> And now, Legends of Arceus is going, we're going back in time, and we're going to bring you all different Pokemon that don't currently exist in our timeline. Yeah. Then you're telling me about a fucking metaverse? Uh, well, it's like different multiverses. The theory goes, because, well, kind of mini confirmed, is that every game is a different multiverse. So, like, for example, in gold version, that's one universe, and in silver version, that's a different universe. Uh, they branch off of each other. So it kind of makes sense. They kind of mini-confirmed it in black and white with that one town, where in, like, one of their versions, it was, like, old and rustic, and in the other version, it was futuristic and high-tech. But there was an NPC in both versions where they are like, I hear there's another world where it looks different in this town. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, back to Nintendo. So you seem a little upset about different forms? Is that what it is? <laughs> that was a big old rant just to land on. I, I started the conversation with it. Mm-hmm. Let me end it like this. Bring back the Megas. <laughs> Fuck everyone else. So I like the different regional forms. I think that's a fantastic thing. And I'm glad they've kept that up. Okay. I think it's fun. Bring your fucking Z-moves to me. Because I will mega the fuck out of you. The, you're literally talking about something completely unrelated to what I'm discussing. This is like if I went, I like apples, and you go, well, oranges and bananas. 
Well, I'm talking about apples. <laughs> First of all, you don't know me. I don't eat oranges and bananas. I don't even know you. <laughs> I like citrus, and grapefruits are the best. Grapefruit sucks. <laughs> I hate grapefruit. And if you put tahini on it, mm-hmm. So most people put sugar. That was very... Sugar? <laughs> Isn't that a thing people do? They put sugar on grapefruit? No, I don't like... I, I want the harsh flavor. I don't like grapefruit, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, I like regional forms. I think that's cool. I think it's a fun... Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, so you're getting me wrong. God damn it! Well, you're talking... I know you like... I knew it! I, We're going to be in this for a long time. I know you like Megas. I love Megas too, but I like Megas, and I also I... like regional forums. <laughs> the regional variants make sense. Mm-hmm. That's how the world is. I wish they would have done A rat this. from America is not going to be the same as a rat from Europe. Because a rat from Europe is trash and mm. they bring you black plagues. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you're European, I'm choking. History got him. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that, that, that's fine. It's just going back in time and saying there's a regional variant that doesn't exist now. Sense because that happens in history too. Because they, I know, I just got to <laughs> the two points in your brain just met and the spark went off, and you went, Oh, <laughs> I took a lot of anthropology in college, and yeah, okay, you got it. <laughs> I'm gonna ixnay this convey. <laughs> Do you want to discuss the designs of the Hisuian forms that's been leaked? Typhlosion looks like shit. I get it. I wish it was a bit more... Cre Honestly, I wish all the final evolutions for the starters looked more creative. Samurott looks the same. It does really. It looks like the shiny version of itself. Which, which, when Pokemon Go did that, I was bored. I was like, oh, cool. It's just slightly darker. I like Decidueye's hat thing compared to the hood. But yeah, they look really exactly the same. Honestly. Honestly, it just <laughs> remind me of Jin Sakai. Good game. <laughs> Good game. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Wow. Uh, everyone's making fun of Dialga and Palkia. I kind of like how stupidly crazy they look. Like, Centaur Palkia is, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> it's interesting that they're bringing back this, like, horse kind of thing. It is weird. Because that's how Gen 8 ended with, uh... Well, I never got that DLC pass, but uh, the oh, that, the tundra. Yeah, yeah, that one horse Pokemon. No, there's two of them. I know. One's a ghost, and the other one's an ice form. It's the one Calyrex rides. I oh, that's like is there's certain Pokemon where I just, they never made a movie about that. They should have. <gasps> What's the next one they're doing? Nintendo, what are you thinking? <laughs> Game Freak, where are you? <laughs> Okay, uh, more Switch news. Majora's Mask is coming. Yeah. Worst Zelda game of all time. Hard I, take, but I, deal with it. I, I, it's not the worst of all time. Um, uh, no, it's unplayable. But I don't like it. It's so stressful. I hate how stressful it is. <laughs> the remake of, or the, the re... Master? Yeah, remastered version of Skyward Sword. We didn't finish it. I had a great it's time. It's way easier. It's so much fun. It was fun, you know. I enjoyed it. Uh, did I fuck up my nunchucks? Oh, they're not nunchucks. They're Joy Cons. Yeah. Why did you do this? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I don't think they're fucked up. I I think they're a little wacky. They might be a little. You have um the tendency when you're <laughs> when you're like just hanging out and watching a cutscene, you'll like you'll do it with a oh, remote. Oh yeah, I flip it. You'll flip it and catch it. <laughs> And it just definitely fucks up the IR where it's like, where are you? <laughs> I don't know, where's the screen? <laughs> um, so the last thing to talk about, unless you can think of anything else. Next week, Critical Role's animation finally comes out on Amazon Prime. The Legend of Vox Machina. I am excited. I hope it's good. I It looks good. I hope it's good. <laughs> You know, you're, you're making me watch the behind the scenes for the voice actors, right? Yeah, studded cast. <laughs> they bring up an actor, and I was like, he looks very familiar. And I was like, he looks like Ezekiel, King Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Kari Payton. And so I look him up. He's the voice actor for Cyborg and Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Yeah. And I've been watching him for all these years <laughs> and never knew it was the same fucking dude. He's a cool guy. <laughs> and I love Cyborg and King Ezekiel. And I was just like, oh my god, this makes way too much sense. So I yeah. just didn't know it was him. Stephanie Beatrice is going to be Lady Kima, which is going to be exciting. I'm really excited for that. Pickle time, sorry. <laughs> they got uh, David Tennant. That's exciting. They got Dominic Monahue. Mm. That's exciting. <laughs> is Dominic Pippin? No, he's Mary. He looks like Pippin. They look very similar to each other. Well, they have a podcast together, too. Aw, cool. <laughs> uh, no, Dominic has longer hair now. I don't remember Pippin's actor's name. Um, Billy Boyd. He has much shorter hair. No, he's Pippin. No, he's Mary. Is he wearing a wig? No, he just has slightly longer hair. Billy Boy just has much shorter hair. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, no, that's Pippin. I 100%, no, I know. I 100% know this for a fact. I have a TikTok of Pippin on my phone where he's singing his song. <laughs> <laughs> what song? The one that he sang in the, uh, the, oh, with the, yeah. the, what's the fucking guy's name? The king. Not king. Duke. Denethor. No, he's... Denethor, yeah. Denethor? He's not a duke. What is he? He's a... God, I can't remember the term. A steward. Steward, that's what it was. I'm like, it's one of those, like, not royalty royalty. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about Lord of the Rings, um, it's hard for me to escape it, because I grew up with Tolkienites. Mm -hmm. My parents were Tolkienites, and uh, Lord of the Rings was everything. Fuck Harry Potter. She stole all that. Um, what's that dumb one? Aragon? Aragon. Wow. Dumbass stole all that. He's, it's like a blatant stole. Like, it's like, it's not Aragorn. It's uh, Aragon. Hey, original character. <laughs> so Amazon is going to try and resurrect the Lord of the Rings. And they named the series. And it's called... The Lord of the Rings. The Power of the Rings. I think that's a silly name. Like, it's not terrible. It's redundant. It is. Like, it's the rings thing. It, <laughs> I, I don't know how it, power can outdo a lord. It, it, it's like <laughs> Harry Potter. The story of Harry Potter. It's like, alright, I got that. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> calm down. Weekly report available. <laughs> that was the computer. Um. This is not what I wanted. You wanted the first age. Yeah, I, I want the stories of Silmarillion. Which is funny to me because now they're still open. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, if I get the chance, I'm going to take it. Is it going to be an anthology series? Like what? I, I think so. Well, we could dabble with some of the Silmarillion okay. stories. So they're talking about the Second Age. And during the Second Age, they forge rings because of how bad the First Age was. Yeah. <laughs> and the rings are of power, if you couldn't tell by this <laughs> fucking story. <laughs> I never would have guessed. <laughs> and there, there's a dumb focus on um, the men. The nine men who become the Nazgul's. Well, they're, they 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 got nine whole rings, you know. That's yeah. a lot of rings. <laughs> and the elven gods and the dwarves, and I'm fine with it. It's just I didn't want this. Well, I wanted to hear the story of Morgoth. All right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I probably rights. lost everyone. <laughs> Before Sauron, Sauron's master was Morgoth, and Morgoth was the size of a mountain. And if you remember from the Hobbit, Beorn, right, his father, I can't remember his name, but he, he's actually kind of like a demigod. And Morgoth sends an army of Balrogs, and the Balrogs, they're, they're the giant demon monsters that are there was one in Moria, yep, yep. in the mines of Moria. They had an army of them, and the elves came in. These elves were way more badass than the ones that we saw in Lord of the Rings. And they were killing them. And they brought in uh, Beorn's dad because he wanted to marry 
this one girl, right, his wife, but he wasn't allowed to until he proved himself, and he was like, fine, I'll do it. And he literally climbs up the mountain to get to Morgoth and takes his fucking hand. <laughs> so, that, well, cool story. <laughs> I think we could have some cool stories with the Second Age. <laughs> no. That's not what I want. <laughs> you only want the story of Bayorn's dad and Morgoth. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, I love Lord of the Rings. So, cool. That was coffee break. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Not that I can think of. I think we covered everything. Watch Peacemaker. Go and watch Peacemaker. If you guys are going to love it. You should tell us about your obsessions. <laughs> what do you obsess over? <laughs> Do you really want to taste it? <laughs> <laughs> That's coffee break. See I'll see you, you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.